What's up, low-key friends? This is your host, Alani. And I'm your host, Dana. And if you are tuned into this, you are listening to our limited edition bonus episode, audio only. Enjoy it. Sit back and relax. Enjoy the sound of our sultry voices. And remember to keep it low-key in alignment. Bye. Welcome back to another episode of the Low-Key in Alignment podcast. I'm your host, Alani. And I'm your host, Dana. And welcome. We just want to welcome you guys back. We're yeah. super hyped to be filming episode three. I can't believe it's episode three of I our can't podcast. Either. If How this you is feeling? your first time tuning in, go back and watch episodes one and two. Please. How are you feeling? I'm feeling honestly, I'm great. This whole thing, like since we launched and just I'm just I just feel like I'm on a high from it and just feeling so grateful um about the response. Um, about just how doing this and adding this new thing into my life has made me feel overall. Like, I just feel great. Me too. I feel like such a purpose and like mm-hmm. just this new passionate thing yes. that I can't even imagine life without it now, honestly. having it. Yeah, honestly. And I can remember telling you like earlier this year, feeling like I'm in a space of like shifting and almost feeling like something was missing, but not knowing what it was. I do remember that conversation. Yeah. And so, like, now I feel like this is it. it. Yeah. Like, this was what. Me too. I was looking for. And it, it leads us into today's topic, which is how the nine to five affects women and really affects just people. Mm-hmm. But we're both women. So we can right. talk from that perspective. Yeah. And we'll talk about the male perspective just based off what we observe and know from seeing our fathers and other men in our life. Yeah. But the nine to five had me down. <laughs> It had me just questioning everything, both mm-hmm. of us. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this has really balanced the scale yes. and helped us feel like, sure. okay. Right. Almost, it's almost like knowing that you have this thing that you're doing and pouring into. It's like, okay, so like now I get why I'm doing nine to five. Right. You know? And you're not giving everything to your nine to five. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to get into that today. Per mm-hmm. usual, grab you a snack, grab a nice refreshment, a drink, right. enjoy your drive, drive safely and enjoy the podcast. Yes. Um. So if you're tuned in and you've been tuning in, then you can tell I'm not wearing my glasses anymore. <gasps> what? I'm really just not noticing. Girl. Anyways. (laughs) So your girl done went and had LASIK surgery. The glasses are officially gone. Wow. And I'm just so excited. Like... I'm just like, wow. No things to come. Right? Like, I'm I'm just out here seeing you. On the come up. Like, slow down, Black China. Do I look better with the LASIK? Mm. 10 out of 10. Come on. (laughs) So yeah, I'm going to be wearing my little shade today just to protect because I'm just continuing to feel <laughs> these eyes. And I have mine too to wear with her in camaraderie. If you're listening, um, we both have some cute black sunglasses. Head over to the YouTube to see the to, drip. You know, <sighs> drip check. But I'm going <laughs> to go without for a minute. Yeah. Might put those on later. But I do want to hop into this topic. Let's so go. anybody listening... I'm pretty sure you have a nine to five because we don't have rich friends like that. Hello. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) But the nine to five lifestyle and how it affects women, I really got into that um, maybe about 
a year ago, mm-hmm. I was looking up research and I was starting to get more interested because people were more so talking about it. And I was experiencing myself, my energy levels throughout the month, mm-hmm. especially being a woman, because it's connected to your hormone levels, is constantly changing. Some weeks I feel like I can work better, more efficient, mm-hmm. harder. Some weeks I feel like if I had it my way, I would work two days that week. Right. And it's so connected to your your rhythm as a woman and how the nine to five schedule is set up for men. Mm-hmm. And really no one thrives in it, but right. it's set up on men. It's called a circonium rhythm. Cir- circadian. Circadian rhythm? Yeah. Hmm. Circadian rhythm. And it's that 24 hour cycle because men are on a 24 hour cycle, mm-hmm. but women are on a 30 day cycle. So right now, the structures that be leave women out. And Mm -hmm. so sometimes that can be very taxing to think about. We're just added to a situation that was already going on Mm -hmm. where actually I would love for us to re plan, remap, redesign a lot of things with women's input at the table saying what works for us. Yeah, Cause the nine to five, just like everything else was designed for men by men, yeah. not with women in mind. Yeah, men, women weren't working nine to five jobs before. You know, like we were supposed to be the housemakers and mothers, but now we're working these nine to fives, and they're pretty much like, okay, well, you want to work a nine to five? <clears throat> well, then here you go. Yeah, and exactly. this is it with no consideration about how it affects us. Um, and then my, I think one of my biggest things with the nine to five is just. How much, how time consuming it is. Mine too. And like fears for the future. Mm-hmm. Because with all of this, it's very popular now to talk about the debate of stay at home. Excuse us if we have people honking outside. We you know? in Atlanta. We are come on. <laughs> in the city. Right. With all of this talk online and things of stay at home mom debate versus working mother but you think about your schedule when would you have time at the typical nine to five schedule six weeks off maternity leave to be a mother exactly to be a parent Mm -hmm. to be present my child's sick i need to go get them at this point i have to use pto or i have to call out realistically how does that work i feel like that's contributing to a lot of women choosing either to have children later in life or not at all which is sad you shouldn't be cut out of being family planning because you have to work exactly and it's almost like the nine to five is set up to be like you're either gonna pick working a nine to five and being able to support this family you want or have this family and figure it out yourself you know what i'm saying or have no family at all and that's just so sad it is. And it affects like even just on a small level, we can talk a little bit a little bit about how working a nine to five affects us. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, especially in today's society, and I always tie social media into everything because I feel like it's so integral yeah. part of all of our lives. Mm-hmm. Most people are waking up, especially in our age group, and they're First on social media doing. every single yep. day, me included. Yeah. So um, it, it it affects. And when you are a nine to five girly. And you're on there and you're being 
maybe this is this is um, hypothetical, mm-hmm. but being compared to somebody who does not work a nine to five online and they post pictures all day. Yeah. And a lot of nine to five girlies are working tooth and nail yeah. out of breath to keep up I'm with them. You. you can't keep up with them. Mm-hmm. You don't have the time at all. So you don't have eight hours to get your eyelashes done. You don't have eight hundred dollars to spend on this and that and skin treatments you and can't go get your middle part bust down come on pilates classes right. twice a day you're not on that schedule mm-hmm. so shout out to the nine to five girlies who keep it cute beautiful gorgeous skin glowing even though you work a nine to five because that is very hard yeah, to do that's really like working two full-time jobs right there it sure is yes and i feel like for me, I can say I feel like I didn't really realize how much the nine to five affected me before. Um, just because I feel like I didn't have much outside of my nine to five that I was doing. Whereas now I go to the gym regularly. I spend so much time with friends and family. I like there there are so many other things that I like to enjoy. Yeah. It really makes me makes me now sit back and reflect and be like, dang, like I'm spending all of this time at this job exactly and even personal growth too Mm -hmm. and remember like when we would talk about this i would say like i called it wellness fatigue yeah because you try Mm -hmm. so hard to be your best most well healthy self and it can be tiring and a big part of what makes it so tiring is your nine to five yes because you spend all this time at your nine to five but now you're trying to add these little pockets in your day where you can to meal prep or just even cook a dinner or go to the gyms find time to spend with your friends or your significant other and it's like who can keep up and you're trying to do self-care like it's so hard do your hair girl upkeep your hair especially as a black woman black woman doing your hair is a whole day it's a whole process you think about Mm -hmm. it you have to consider certain Mm -hmm. things so it's just like in a world where the beauty standard is sky high the money have your own money standard is sky high everybody wants to support themselves yeah. and you're supposed to be a good employee so you can keep that job exactly. it's i mean we just it's spongebob with all yes. those arms <laughs> for real it's just like give us a break yes well we gave ourselves that break I feel like I stopped putting so much pressure on myself to do every single Mm -hmm. thing. Something is always going to slip. There are times where it's like I don't have as much time to clean up and my place is not as clean as spick and span as I want it to be. Mm -hmm. And then it's like I have to plan to really get that back on track. There's times where my nails, the last time that I got my nails done before that, it was like maybe a month. But where I needed to get them Mm -hmm. done and I didn't because I prioritized other things above doing it. Rest, sleep, time with friends, Mm -hmm. time with family. Yeah, and it's like sometimes you do have to just decide, okay, what can I put on the back burner because I still have to take care of me. Exactly. Right now, this hair is on the back burner. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out what's next. It's straight right now. Usually it's curly. What am I going to do next? And I feel like as a woman, like if you're listening to this or even as a man, because I know... um, men who struggle with like getting their routine haircuts and stuff or whatever because of work too so it's Mm -hmm. not excluding them 
give yourself grace. Please, you y'all. look amazing. You look beautiful, even with messy hair, even when you're not perfectly manicured. Take care of your mental health first. Yes. That should always be the priority and everything else can come after that. Exactly. That and keeping your job. <laughs> Listen. Like keep that nine to five so you can keep Please. a roof over your head. Yes. And all, keep that mental health together. Exactly. And all you can do is all you can do, honestly. Like do not overextend yourself for that job, for trying to keep up with other people on social media or feeling yeah. like take some of the pressure off of yourself because it will just tear you up. And I can say one thing that's like one of my, I guess, toxic traits. I'm competitive. So, and people be like, the only person I'm competing with is me. I'm not going to lie. If I see some, if I'm in the gym or something, somebody's running fast next to me, I'm going to speed it up. I It's fun to me. <laughs> it's not toxic to me. Yeah. It's never from a place of like anything, but right. I'm definitely competitive with mm-hmm. other people. I feel like that would just be a lie to say that I'm not and it's not that I'm competing with anybody specific Mm -hmm. it could be a demographic it could be any fact that they say this group does something better than that group so you're just like competing to be better yeah like ultimately the competition is for you to better yourself exactly it helps me be better because I'm a competitive person I like the competition aspect of life we're all competing for resources let me say that We are all competing with each other for something. We compete for jobs. We compete for resources out in the world. We compete for love. We compete complete for partners. We compete for everything. Yeah. So you can say you're just in competition with yourself. I want to. That sounds great. But we are competing with with people we don't even know all the time. So I like to keep it tip top if I can. Yeah. And just try to stay on my game because I I am a competitor in life. You know. Period. Mm. You want to be a part of the game. You want to be a part of the competition. That's just what I think. That's just my little. Two cents in there. Y'all cannot compete if you want to. It, it does something for me. It could okay. be a personality thing. I can definitely see that. Aries rising. I, That's what it is. <laughs> wait till the Zodiac episode. Y'all don't explain wait. that. That's going to be a good one. That's going to be a good one. And we want to take a moment to segue into just talking about purpose mm-hmm. versus job. Mm-hmm. Because they're t- two totally different things. Yeah. Like, through this podcast, I found a lot of purpose through... Same. My spiritual journey, I found a lot of purpose. Like I, And we can share what we feel like our purposes are right now. I feel like my core purpose in life is to love, mm-hmm. be a being of love, love people, love myself, and just embody love. Aww. And ever since I've been doing that, consciously, I've been so happy. Like, you can't lose you can't yeah. fail like when you do everything with the best of intentions and with love in your yeah. heart mm. operate out of love people i can say i feel like for me <clears throat> doing the starting the podcast definitely helped me like realize my purpose and i truly feel like my purpose is building connections with people like just connection building strong deep bonds with people bringing other people together and like just almost like building a community for like-minded people, a safe space for people who think like us, um, who want to think like us or just are just interested in just expanding their mindset. Like I'm just all for that. Yeah. I just love that. Deeper than the surface level. Mm -hmm. And that's just where I'm at. And like purpose just to know myself too and meet my higher self and operate in life 
as my highest self. That's mm-hmm. like a part of my purpose as well, yeah. which I get to do through this podcast and yeah. just being creative. Yeah, being creative, and you know, we was when we did the thing, and they, I was being told like I need to tap more into my creative energy. And for years, I have been saying like, oh, I wish I was more creative. But for me, I always thought of it in terms of like, oh, I wish I could draw or maybe I should paint. Like I never thought podcasting or content creating would be that creative outlet for me. Me either. And so like when we started it and like you editing the videos, me doing graphics and audio thumbnails or whatever, like I just was really just locked in and I felt like I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. Me too. It's just fun. Even yeah. just when we set up and everything, yes. sitting down, talking, right. and having just the conversations that we always have just mm-hmm. with a camera and light set up. Right. It's just like surreal. I know. And it's amazing. Yeah. We're just so happy. We didn't care if six people tuned in. So we're so grateful to everybody who listens. Yeah. And then versus job. So we're both social workers. And I feel like when we embarked on that social work journey, we thought that was our purpose. Yeah. I can definitely say for me, when undergrad, um, I had to choose a major. And I was like, you know, I could be a social worker. I know some social workers. And then, like, as I got through the social work program, like, I really learned so much and just loved it so deeply. And I was like, yes, like, this is what I'm going to do. I had a great internship. And then I got to grad school, and it was almost like, it was just a switch that happened. I don't know what it was, but I was like, huh, almost second-guessing myself with social work. Yeah. But then I started, it was almost like, well, you're already here now. Pretty yeah. much. That's what it was. Master's degree in it. Right. For me, I did, I, growing up, I didn't know what a social worker was. I just, my friend's great grandmother is a LCSW. Shout, Shout out, out to, to Eleanor. Okay. <laughs> and she was the first social worker I ever met. And I was telling her one time, she used to pick us up from school. And she was like, I think she asked us a question, like, what do you guys want to do? Mm-hmm. And I, I described, to her what I wanted to do and I said like maybe a therapist and she was like or like a psychiatrist and she was like well that sounds like what I do and I'm a social worker first time I ever heard it that was it for me yeah. well I went to school and at first I was like I didn't have a major same and I was going to do political science and become a lawyer okay but then I don't know why I really yeah, didn't yeah. do that I think my heart just wasn't in it and then I did the social work program loved it yeah. really enjoyed what we learned same. in school mm-hmm. for social work like stuff that you would just never think of yeah. social work is unmasking like the dark side but not mm-hmm. in a bad way yeah in a way of like dark energy is not always a bad thing exactly. it needs to be seen yeah. to shine the light on it and so i loved that piece of it and unveiling so i really enjoyed yeah. learning about social work mm-hmm. and then did it did it all the way through grad school really thought it was for me and i've never really felt like social work wasn't for me anymore Mm -hmm. it just was the pay because notoriously social workers are underpaid so that's what kind of would make make me think about jumping ship sometimes yeah and touching on what you were saying about like social work is a lot about unmasking another thing with social work is it adds so much color in a world with other professions that are just so black and white you know what i'm saying yeah definitely they just think oh this is it it is this way that's the only way it is and social work is like well actually did you ask them why it's like this yeah we are really good at getting to the root of 
whatever the problem is and seeing things from so many different perspectives not exactly what it is and i mean i get it because like medical profession they're trained to see what the problem is for that for their specialty Mm -hmm. and it's like with social work everything's our specialty everything people are specialty yeah and people are so complex and they have such a wide range of understanding that's Mm -hmm. why i'm grateful and i used to say like social work saved my life Mm -hmm. because it did give me purpose Mm -hmm. in a time where i did not feel like i had one yeah back when i worked in with children in foster care like they needed me yeah you had to show up to work like they needed you so on days where like I was pretty depressed and I needed motivation to get out the bed social work motivated me to get out the bed because they needed me yes there was nothing like working with the children in foster care like that was just such an enriching experience the two years I did it it was just amazing like I loved every child I worked with I could tell you everything from whole name birthday every medication they took everything about them they they were my children literally yes if a child dies in foster care in georgia the case managers that plan the funeral yeah like you are responsible for this child you are basically their legal guardian you're making sure they go to the dentist you're Mm -hmm. making sure they go to their doctor's appointments you're checking in with foster parents Mm -hmm. to make sure everything is is on the up and up you're going to court testifying come on their well-being I was picking up a child every single day, seven days a week, taking taking him to the office with me and then taking him home because yeah. he didn't have a place to be during exactly. the daytime. Yes. And it's just and it's all of those things that just really make the experience what it is. And it's like, you know, in in the moment you could be like, oh, like, why am I doing this? Or just yeah. feel annoyed or just wanting to get out. But hindsight is always twenty twenty. And it's just so beautiful and like I, I always say like I know I'm in social work for a reason for like, sure yeah and I'm just so grateful for everything that I've learned and I can definitely say working in foster care um child welfare I, I gained so much patience me too that's one of the biggest things that I got and it taught me how to take care better care of myself mm-hmm. I hear my neighbor just yelling so loud you guys that's him can somebody Get your uncle, please. But anyways, I learned even how to take better care of myself mm-hmm. because I'm making sure these kids go to the dentist and yeah. they go to their well checks. I'm like, I need to be making Where sure that, well check? right. I'm like, I need to be making sure, making sure my health is okay. Exactly. And it really like gave you a trial run and being a parent too. Yeah. It just teaches you a lot, and yeah. that's just with that one job. But now with my current position, it teaches me a lot of responsibility, how to work on an inter- interdisciplinary team, Same. and working with people in the medical field. Like it's been. Yeah. It's actually been really good. We started this off just talking all that mess about Donald ah, Files. We like, you know what? You know what? It ain't that bad. It's actually not that bad. Oh, right. Y'all are okay. <laughs> I actually mess with y'all. Y'all cool. Bit. Y'all cool. Mess with social work. Social work. A lot. Like Period. we're actually diehard social. We really workers. are. Shout out to every social worker Period. in the country and happy in the world. Social work month. Happy social to work month. all the social workers. Okay. Happy social work month. Continue doing your big one. Thank you for everything that you do. Thank you. You deserve all of your flowers. Consider this your time to get your flowers. I just love us for real, man. Me too. We're just spreading positivity and joy. And that's just what we're here to do. And I feel like that is our purpose too with this podcast. And let us know. Let us know in the comments what you feel like your purpose is. I know that can be really comfortable. I mean, 
not comfortable really personal yeah so just leave a comment um or dm us we want to talk about purpose yeah we want and if you don't know what your purpose is and you maybe want some tips on how you can find it um i'm trying to think what are some things that i feel like i did you kind of have to play to your strengths Mm -hmm. and get more reflective and self discovery and in that you can find your purpose like yeah. your inner purpose is always calling out to you if you can hear it For you sure. just have to step back quiet mm-hmm. the noise get from around people that's yeah. how you quiet the noise yeah. like stop being around anybody everybody honestly if you're doing drugs stop doing the drugs for Please. a minute to to really to clear your clarity. mind yeah to to hear your messages that you need to hear because you could be being blocked by yeah. a lot of different things for real. that's so true and i feel like earlier this year when I had told you um about like so what I told her pretty much was I was feeling like I'm in a place comfortable and it feels like I'm going through a shift and I described it as I felt like I was in a box and I was outgrowing my box and I felt that way about a few different things and so now I feel like starting this podcast has really helped me see what my purpose is because it's more it now it's more than just sitting in front of a camera talking on a microphone like there's just so it's just so much more than that like it's helping people learn more um like we're educating people a lot of people didn't know what parasocial relationships were yeah it's helping people like really learn about healing their inner child um it's just so much come on and be low-key aligned Mm -hmm. low-key in alignment that's the brand literally that's the point that's the life and we have things coming we want to get people together out in the real world we want to help some people we want to just do a lot of things like our ideas Mm -hmm. go beyond oh for sure so much more than we even can comprehend and we're not gonna stop we're expansive we're both sagittarius's ruling planet is jupiter that's the planet of expansion if you don't know we're gonna have a full episode coming about astrology life path numbers coming soon i can't wait but for now leave us like alani said leave us comments at what you think your purpose is or even if you feel like you don't know what your purpose is right now you're searching for it leave that in the comments as well let us know what you think about nine to five girlies let us know what you think about self-care what's your favorite self-care thing to do as somebody with a nine to five because maybe we'll try it i know right um and also i would say let us know if you feel like you're walking in your purpose doing your nine to five right now i'm very interested to see that um do you have a self-care tip that you do to keep yourself self-care tip one thing is definitely having something that you do for exercise yes for sure getting outside and getting sunlight and fresh air cooking is a big thing for me and spending time alone Mm. like that just how do you that's the only way i can renew myself is it could take it could be a few hours it could be a day a weekend just by yourself with your own thoughts so those are my self-care things what about yours um definitely working out i'm very active um i'm very reflective and introspective now so i spend a lot of time in my own head like just a lot of thoughtfulness um and really pouring into myself like positive words positive affirmations listen to my affirmations Shout out to Shay for my affirmations. Um, spending time with friends, spending time alone. Um, I feel like that's been really big for me right now. Awesome. 
Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this point and getting here with us. We are sending you loving, healing energy yeah. today. And we hope that this podcast finds you well and something mm-hmm. in it was entertaining for you guys. So we will see you in our next episode. Episode four. Episode four. Make sure that you stay low key in alignment. Bye. Bye, y'all. Oh, my God. We-